Okay, so we are up to uh, Paragimel, the third chapter. Vahagdama Hachamisha is up to the fifth Hagdam, the fifth uh, introduction, we'll call it. But here we're going through the um, overlap or the clarity that's needed to separate uh, between a person's actions, which what we refer to as a shtadlus, and the reliance on Hashem and bitachu. Okay, so we know that a person needs to put in effort to take care of their personal needs. But we also know that it's not our effort that ultimately uh, brings us success. What is it? So how do these two things work with each other? It's up to the fifth Hagdama. Here we go. The fifth Hagdama, the fifth introduction, the fifth idea that must be clarified. The way this world works, once Hashem completed the six days of creation, is as follows. Now, the reason why this is important is because there's nothing that could be created after Hashem finished creating the world. The only thing that can be done in the normal sequence of events is whatever Hashem already created, manipulating new ideas from that. But to create something new, it's like that, that joke that they say where the scientists wanted to, uh, they learned how to clone people, so they told God he could take a vacation. And they had a man-making contest. And Hashem says, get your own dirt. You know, start with that. You can't start with nothing. You have to start with something. Once Hashem made, put them in six of creation, we can find new things and new ways to use it. But you can't start with something, an entity that's new. You can't make yesh and nothing from something. I'm sorry, you can't make something from nothing. So the way that, we, that this world functions could be separated into two ideas. Echad mehem, one idea is, Gezerois habayrei yisale, whatever Hashem decreed, whatever Hashem allowed, and His desire, be it whatever Hashem wants to come into existence, will come into existence. And the second thing, once we're separated, what happens is, there is a, there are sibos, there are causes, and mitziyuim. And we'll call it cause and effect through Hashem, which Hashem uses to allow what He created to, to uh, be used. Mayhem, craven. Sometimes the cause and effect happens soon. It happens fast. And sometimes cause and effect happens much later. You might daven for something, and then you see the answer to the tefillah right away. You might daven for something, and you don't see anything. For years and 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 years, and maybe we'll never see it while we're living in this world. We don't know. Sometimes what we do is going to be much later. Mayhem. We don't know how fast this chain of events is meant to move, or Hakadosh Baruch Hu is decreeing for them to move. Umehem niglim. Sometimes the end of the game is revealed. Umehem nistar. Sometimes it's hidden. Bekulam ratzim lahashlim. But all of them um, are you being used to complete. Whatever Hashem decreed should ultimately be accomplished with this. With Hashem's help in this matter. Okay. So now the Chavis Office is going to give us an idea of what he's talking about. He says, So one example of, a, of an immediate cause and effect 
is when you move water from a well through, uh, using a galgal, using a wheel. With pails and buckets that lift up the water. So what happens? You have this whole chain of events that needs to take place until finally this bucket that's at the bottom and full of water is going to come up. So you see right away, you turn this, water comes up. That's it, right? You hit yourself in the forehead, it hurts right away. Right? And something that is a longer chain of events is going to be when you tie an animal to the galgal, to the wheel. And uh, the, the animal's refusing. And you've got to not only, you're not the one turning the wheel, you've got to get the animal to go and get the wheel turning, and then the water will start coming up. The cause and effect between the person and this pail and bringing up the water are going to be two things. You have the animal that's attached to the wheel and each wheel that's connected to each other and then the rope and then the pail and so on and so forth. And all you need is for one thing to snap or one thing to refuse to move. And what you ultimately want is not going to be accomplished. Like, uh, the chain shara ma'asim, and there's so many other things, so many activities. There's so many things that a person can put into place. Uh, I'll do this, then I'll do this, and I'll do this, and I'll do this, and they have the cause and effect. But you know, do, do you know that everyone's going to work? No. It's only uh, dependent on the exerber and also, you have to make sure that whatever cause Hashem allowed in nature will ultimately fulfill its task. It was a cause brought about from Hashem. Even, even within nature, if, I, if one part of that chain that link in the that, that link of uh, the, uh, in the chain that causes the events to happen is not going to function with its natural process. Then uh, you know the it's not going to work. So the the fifth introduction what the Chavos Office is giving us is that even using nature, we have to realize that when you put something into the usual chain of events, you need the Rebbeinu Shalom to um, ensure that it's going to that this chain of events is actually going to work because we don't have the power to. Uh, you know, to ensure that everything is going to happen. So even within Teva, even within nature, even within Ishtadlis, you need to be talking to ensure it's going to happen. That wraps up that idea. I just wanted to add a, um, a, uh, a, a amusing uh, uh, incident that apparently t- uh, took place with a yeshiva guy who was learning in Eretz Yisrael. And he... Um, the, the way it works in yeshivas is the, the boys come home before Rosh uh, Chodesh Nisan for Pesach. That's like, that's like their summer vacation. You get off uh, a month for the month of Pesach. So there was a bacher, an American guy, who wanted to leave this man two days early. He wanted to leave two days early because Rosh Chodesh fell out on a Sunday and he wanted to leave on a Thursday night. Back to America. Why? Because... He came to Rebbe Kanievsky and he said that, you know, he's hoping to get married. He wants to go into Shadokim, he wants to get, get married. And if he would leave Thursday, then he'd go on the first date on Matzi Shabbos. And if it goes well, then he'll have, you know, two weeks 
to date her a number of times. And he could possibly get engaged before Pesach, and then they could have their Lachayim on Cholomayid Pesach. And then he could already be back in time in Yeshiva for this man. For the, he doesn't have to miss any, you know, he could be right back in Eretz Yisrael in time for the month of Iyar. Otherwise, his Cheshbon was that if he leaves after Shabbos, then he can't start, he, he's not going to be able to start dating till closer to the next Shabbos. And then he's going to, he doesn't think he'll get engaged within a week, maybe two weeks. So then he'll have to wait until, until after, and then it might impact it. So Chaim Kodiyevsky smiles at him, and he says, you, you should stay till Matzi Shabbos. He says, why? He says, because according to your cheshben, according to your calculation, your son's bris is going to fall out on Shabbos. <laughs> 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 All right. So. <laughs>